Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. This is our 2021 gaming roundup, everybody. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun the games are when you play them all day. I wish we could play them all day. Oh, yeah, we don't even have close enough amount of time. <laughs> We get like a solid hour in at night. It hour would, and a half on good nights. It would have been really fun if we had one day where someone watches Henry and we just play Diablo 3 like all day. Oh man, that would be good. Or at least like four hours. Yeah. We'd be so sick of video games after like four hours. Oh, for sure. We're tired at the end of the day, so that's why we kind of give up. But I, like, if I was said, could you play two or three more hours? Yes. Yes, yes for sure. I could, mm-hmm. but I need to go to bed now because I'm tired. Yeah. Being old is the worst. <laughs> being parents, being an adult. Being parents is great. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. It's also really easy, but it's really hard. Or as I said to that one salesman at my job where he's like, how's how's uh, parenthood? And I said, well, someone tells me it's worth it. <laughs> People don't expect that answer. No. <laughs> no, they do not. We played a lot more games than I thought we did. Yes. So this year. I'm going to rattle these off like I did last year. A couple of weeks ago, I was listening to our podcast and I'm like, I'm going to listen to our 2020 roundup. And that's where I got the idea to do the 2021 as well. So, our year in gaming. Games played. Ratchet and Clank on the PS4. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. That is Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Galaxy. So, three games there alone. Control Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. Stardew Valley 1.5 Update. Returnal. Demon's Souls PS5 Remake. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Final Fantasy VII Remake Episode Intermission. Dark Souls 3, Axiom Verge, Axiom Verge 2, Hollow Knight, mm. Deathloop, Alan Wake Remastered, and Diablo 3. We played a lot of games this year. Games started slash not finished that we have not podcasted about yet is uh, Kana, Bridge of Spirits, Eastward, Subnautica, Below Zero. We will never do that one, but that'll come up later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and we have not started. We will start it tonight. Guardians of the Galaxy. We will finish that one before the new year ends and probably get a podcast out to you for sure kenna maybe i eastward we'll see i haven't played it in like a month and you don't really have the desire to jump back into it i do and i don't it might be one where once i finish watching shang chi and then that beatles documentary that's apparently like 15 hours long i might just start playing eastward at night while you're playing D D. yeah if you guys want me to talk about sekiro i can it's more just for me to play. I got it literally so I could sit and play something yeah, when I have a day fine. off and my son is taking a nap and I don't have any chores to do. I kind of sit and play Sekiro for an hour yes. if he sleeps for that long. Mm-hmm. I sat down to play the other day and he cried within 25 minutes. So it was like, okay, I didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. But if I get an hour in, I can maybe beat a boss or die six times to a boss. You know, whatever happens first. But I kind of bought that for me because... Another game that's coming out next year, I wanted to get all the games in under that belt Uh so I could do that. I think I played Bloodborne this year, too, but that was me playing it, and you didn't really watch me play much of it. Yeah, anything that we didn't podcast about, I didn't include, which really wasn't that much stuff. There were a couple games. There were a couple. There was that Castlevania-esque one that you played. You attempted that other Scarlet Nexus 
Scarlet Nexus, and then you played a little more Animal Crossing this year. Not a lot. For but a hot played, second. You played a little bit of that, too. What was that Castlevania-ass game that you oh, played? Oh, it was... Uh, Symphony of the... No, it no. was, it was um, Blood Shard, I believe. Yes. Or Bloodstained. Um, you made a Google Requiem it? of something. Or it's Blood... It's Bloodstained is the name of the game, though. I'm fairly certain. Bloodstained. Ritual of the Night. Ritual of the Night. Okay. You, play, yeah. you played that one for a like solid two and a half weeks. I probably could have podcasted it had you sat and watched it, but it it, it was just like every other Axiom Verge, Hollow Knight kind of thing. It was really well done. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I beat it, and I went, okay, I don't really need to... Every time I sat down, you had different uh, like runes on. The one was like mm-hmm. the paintings that attacked people. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it was a very well-made game. It was one of the Kickstarter games. It was good. Uh, it just didn't feel worthy of podcast after I talked about all the other, exactly yeah. like other yeah. games like it. There's better, better versions out there. Of, yeah. You got little topic points. I I'm do. Ex- I'm excited to go down them. <laughs> what was your favorite game played? Because you didn't play as many as I did per se, but you actually played a fair amount of these on here. I did. I think favorite game played is probably Diablo 3. You really like Diablo 3? I do. Yeah. There's part of me that wants to just play on my own while you're playing D&D. But again, you heard everything that I have to uh, Mm -hmm. watch. And after putting our son down, I get, you know, an hour and a half. If you ever want to jump on your wizard or make a new character and just just to try it and play them, Mm -hmm. feel free. Yeah, I might. It's fun to do it. Mm -hmm. And since we own the game, you can just jump on. Mm -hmm. So it's really easy to get into a game, play a little bit and log off. Yes. You don't even have to play the story anymore. You can just do adventure mode full time. Yes, that's fair. So that's a really good game. What was your favorite? Played? Favorite played, yes. Oh, okay. I'm going to say probably Returnal. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) It's probably Returnal. Now, Hollow Knight is there or you kind had of, a lot of fun with hollow knight hollow knight would be just under returnal if not on par with it for me and the only reason i'm not saying demon souls remake is i've played demon souls before mm-hmm. but i'll get into why that is later later but if you're saying just played returnal was so good it was so much fun to play there was so much going on mm-hmm. it was just super super enjoyable yes and that was fun because that was a PS5 exclusive. And then when they they came out with updates, what, two months ago? And they finally said that you can pause in the middle of your loop, like save and close out. Mm-hmm. That was that was big. Yeah, and I looked at it, I'm like, that's almost worth trying to get the other achievements for. Uh, but they're so randomized. It's so randomized, and I'm like, I don't feel like doing it. Oh, I Ooh, bonked wow. that. For the first time, you bonked something. <laughs> it's apparently and closer over, to my head. Over than... a year of podcasting and several over 100 episodes, it took yes. you to find. I bonk it almost every time, even yes. if it's the first time you've done it. So I bonked that with my headphones. So one, that's, that's One out of 100 is... One out of 25 ain't bad. <laughs> one out of 25 ain't bad. I'm going to say, before you even jump in here, the other game I really, really, really liked, and I'm hoping this makes something on here, was Control. I liked Control a lot. It wasn't as good as Returnal or Hollow Knight for me, but it was really fun to play Control. Mm -hmm. 
more so than even Alan Wake. Okay. I really, Control was really well done. It felt like they learned a lot from all the games they had made before. And so it was just really well done. And it was like an X-Files episode, a really long X-Files movie is kind of what it felt like. For sure. If we're going to say a secondary one, I would say uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart for me. It was a really good game. It was. It was really well done. It was more Ratchet and Clank. Yes. But it was very good. Yes. It was very, very well done. They did just enough to make it feel fresh Mm -hmm. while not diving away from what Ratchet and Clank is. A big shooter, run like crazy, run and gun. Yes. And have a good time game. Uh Yes. My favorite game watched was probably, because I didn't play a lot of it, was Super Mario 64. Mm, Or I would say you just playing through the new update in Stardew Valley was really that enjoyable for bat me. Bat fossil and Other than the bat fossil, but watching you play the expansion and do the stuff that he added in, there was enough that I think you added 30 hours yes. of playtime minimum. For sure. It was a free update, and you added at least 30 hours of playtime, probably more. Probably more. There was just that one trip that uh, your dad and stepmom were out here, and every single night we just sat on the couch and ran the freaking gauntlet to try to find that bat fossil. Well, we didn't have a baby then. No, I was very pregnant. Getting up to the bat fossil, you had to have put 20, 30 hours in at that point alone. For sure. And then he updated. You got the bat fossil the first time through. Yeah, I got it on like floor four. patched it. What was your favorite game to have watched? To have watched? Yes. Returnal. Yeah. I was I was so invested in that game in like figuring out the story and like what the next world was going to be and finding those stupid runes. Uh-huh. And just it was so much fun. We got so invested. We ran so many nights later than we wanted to because you couldn't stop in the middle. Mm-hmm. And you, a couple nights, were on really good runs. There were, I think, two separate nights where you kept playing and I was like, it is 11 p.m. I am peacing out and going to bed. I was always upstairs like 15 minutes later yes. because my cheerleader left and I died. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. It was. I was pregnant as well and just... No, I needed sleep. There's no blame. <laughs> no blame to be put anywhere. But it was there. I know. I'm sorry. But you still beat it. Hey, that one time your dad fell asleep while the volume was up super loud and you beat, was it the fourth boss? Third boss. Third boss. And he was asleep for the whole thing on the couch. That and you and I were like, oh, you did it. Oh, and he, just, he was still sleeping. Uh, I have the, because it saves the video clip of it. I think I am at like... Yes. 1% health, and I killed it, and I was like, oh, man. oh I did it. <laughs> that was a fun game to watch. Fun and stressful, but not stressful in the same way as any of the uh, Dark Souls games are. No, stressful dark- in a different way. It was, it's again, it's what made Dark Souls a little easier for yes, me. Yes, for sure. What was your least favorite game? Is this to watch, play, all around, probably? All around? Sorry, I was yawning. It's okay. Um... And this can be included in the games that we started slash not finished because that's where I am drawing from. Okay. Uh, My least favorite game to play. Let's do least favorite game to play. First, okay. Subnautica. Yeah, so I didn't even really play that one. I just watched it. You watched me and it it was more of the same, but it felt 
like there was less heart in it. It was more like, here's the same exact mechanics. Here's a different world. Go do things. There was more added in. And I think if but we had gotten a little... But not in a good way. Yeah. I think if we had gotten far enough, you get land vehicles and like land exploration in that game and stuff like that. That was like the really big draw for it. I just, I didn't care by that no, point. It uh... was harder to navigate things with the icebergs above you and getting mm-hmm. stuck and... I don't... It wasn't as well laid out or thought out as... I have a question for you. Yes. Would you have enjoyed it more had you built your base in a different spot? Started building your base in a different area. I don't think so. I hated where you built I your know. base. I know. It was... We were trapped into a corner, and then those stalactites or stalagmites... Things were shooting at you all kept, the time. Yep. Whenever you left or came in, yeah. so you're like, this is stupid. Yeah. I didn't like that. I went back and played the original Subnautica, and I still had because they updated it for the PS5, and I enjoyed oh, it right. more doing that than playing the uh, new one. So I could see that. Yeah. So least favorite game to play. Axiom Verge Two. I'm looking at this list. Uh, I didn't play Sunshine. <laughs> that was my least favorite game. Okay. But if I'm looking at this list, it would have been Axiom Verge Two. I liked Axiom Verge, the original, so much better, I think, than the second one. While the second one was really well done, it learned and did some cool things. It just, the first one was better to me. Oh, for sure. The only the only thing that was better about the second game was the fast travel. Yes, and had the first game had a fast travel system, it would have oh been one gosh. of the best games I played this year. Yes. Axiom Verge 2, I didn't dislike the story. I didn't. But it didn't really draw me in either. No, it wasn't as submersive, I feel, as the first one. Yeah, the first one had me more captivated by everything that was going on. The second one was just, it was what it was. We were also probably more tired when we played the first one, and so we kind of zoned in on it. hmm <laughs> Having a newborn. Yeah, the second one was good. It just wasn't anything uh, revolutionary or anything. But that's played. My least favorite game was probably, I'd say Subnautica, but Super Mario Sunshine was not. It, I still I do not like that game. I, it wasn't great. We, we barely made it to the goal of stars so that we could review it with Ben. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. My least favorite game to watch, unfortunately, I'm going to say Deathloop. It was so, it was a letdown for what it was. Like, I liked the aesthetics. I loved the music cues and the voice acting was great. But it was, there was such a build up to that game. And then it was such a letdown that, like, I barely watched the second half of that game. And then you made it to, like, the rocket ship ending with Juliana. And we're like, okay, I'm about to beat it if you want to come watch. Mm -hmm. And that was where we left that one. There was no actual puzzle solving in the game which was a huge letdown for me um the ai everyone is upset about the ai and i was listening to a podcast of people talking about it it makes sense in this game for the ai to be the way it is because you're restarting the same day and these people are doing the same pathway every single day oh now just losing the ai on a whim was kind of annoying i wish they would chase more or be a little bit more aggressive towards you in some ways and be a little bit more challenging because once they lose sight of you you just kind of hide somewhere and then there you're like oh okay i'm all safe now Mm -hmm. that being said it had some good ideas again the 
the voice acting deserves like the all winner, the praise. All the praise. <laughs> like they should be best best actor and actress for a, a video game. For sure. Voice acting. They were mind blowingly good. Mm-hmm. The story wasn't even that bad. I thought the development of the world was good, but the yeah, puzzle solving the puzzle it, solving was so it was it they they spoon fed you everything they didn't, didn't they didn't even spoon feed you they literally like handed you a note that said this is here's where x is yeah, they drew well, an they, arrow and they put it on the map and what time of day and yes. so part of me was like i wish you kind of had to keep your own notes other than like remembering codes yeah things and some of the codes i never even found because i just didn't care to look for them because i didn't need them after a while because right. i had the weapons i wanted to get exactly shucks yeah so that was my least favorite again still a very good game but mm-hmm. just kind of a let down from the massive build-up what was your most cathartic game i was i don't even remember why i wrote that down and i don't remember what we said last year um most cathartic um had i gotten further into it probably eastward but um Probably Stardew Valley, the update. Hey, I'm going to say something silly because this is not really a cathartic game. That's fine. Alan Wake. I did think of Alan Wake as well. That was like a nice, I don't want to say it was a calm game because it was still, you know, like a Tension. Psych- psychological thriller, but it was, yeah, I guess I would agree with that. I really, it was like, <laughs> it was like reading an old, it was like rereading Harry Potter for me. Oh, yeah, because you played it when yeah, it came when out. It came out. Yeah. So for me, it was like rereading an old book, and they did enough touch-up to it. There's some of the stuff that like we discussed in our podcast. They left some stuff out that I wish was in there, but they touched up just enough to make that game feel fresh. And you got to enjoy some of the crazy moments that I got to enjoy yes. without all the weird ads and stuff inside <laughs> of the game. Energizer. Yeah, so you get to enjoy the game. It, it, did it not feel like you were reading a Stephen King novel? Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. I really liked that. What's your most surprising game? Most surprising game? Hmm. I'm trying not to give the same answer. Because I would say um, Diablo. Just because I had, I never thought I would like a game like that, which I did say in our podcast. Mm-hmm. And that was the last podcast we put up, so everybody's probably sick of us talking about Diablo. Diablo. I'm going to say Ratchet and Clank, the PS4 the original one. The original yeah, one. You didn't play Ratchet and Clank before that. No, it was PlayStation only. So I was a Nintendo person. And, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, you think everybody's like, oh, Nintendo's, you know, the simplistic games and PlayStation and Xbox are, you know, the more, like, the harder ones. So I didn't really know what to expect going into it. And it was just, I don't know. I should have played Ratchet and Clank when it came out 16 billion years ago when I was a small child. It's a good game. It was very good. It's fun. It's enjoyable for all ages. You can get adult humor and child children humor and let, you know. Yes. They, they blur that line really well. They do. I really like the PS4 version because it takes a lot of the elements out of the first one and kind of improves. It's a whole new story than it, what mm-hmm. it was, which is nice to see as well. So they kind of got a new game out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, surprising for me, I, I'm surprised you didn't say this one. I'm going to say I have two, but I'm going to say the one that my actual answer is Hollow Knight because we played it and didn't enjoy it. And then I replayed it and I loved it. And we talked about that on the podcast. We did. We did. But Hollow Knight was the biggest surprise for me because I'm like, I'm going to download this and play it again. And I fell in love with the game. You did. I was sucked in the Mm -hmm. second time I played it. And I think maybe it's because of Axiom Verge. 
a little bit of axiom verge a little bit also i would say control even though they're not like the same kind of but that was my other answer was control yeah if i had to have a second place it was control because I saw the game come out and I was not interested in it at all. Mm-hmm. I sat and played it and I went, this game is freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. There's so much. There's too much for a gamer like me who I don't want to sit and read everything I come across. But in that game, you kind of do because you just want to learn all about the world. I do. And it's fun. it was fun because I didn't really pick up on all the references until you replay. We replayed Alan Wake. Mm-hmm. And then there was... She would quote poems from a made-up author from Alan Wake, mm-hmm. or she would talk about, you know, Bright Falls and the 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 event that happened there, mm-hmm. and it comes up in logs and about like the incident in Bright Falls and how they're trying to recreate stuff like that. And you just go, "That's so cool mm-hmm. how it's connected." Oh yeah. And the voice actor for Alan Wake is in the game as somebody else somewhere. I yes. think he's a director, isn't he? I think so. He plays a character in the game, so you actually hear his voice throughout it, which is. I was shocked how much I liked Control. I didn't think I was going to like the game. I know. And then I played it and went, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I was really wrong. And then I start playing more and I'm like, this game is really big and it's really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Why did I skip on this one? We're going to take a brief pause here while I let our dog in and then you will probably hear pitter patters. Yep. Okay. All right. So I have some a couple thoughts. Yes. On some of the games that we played. And um, this is more leaning towards the games we haven't finished. Okay. Eastward. Yes. I don't know if we're ever going to finish it. And I'm, I'm not saying that is like I don't want to leave it the where it is. I just don't care if you finish it or not. I'm kind of of the same mindset. So that is Chucklefish's most recent game. Yes, and it's Chucklefish, but it wasn't... Uh, it's not Concerned, concerned Ape. Ape. It's Chucklefish's game. It's so story driven. It is insanely story driven. Like all I really wanted was like more mindless smashing of things. Yeah, I kind of wanted more action and it is it is so dialogue heavy and story heavy. I mean, it builds the world. It honestly kind of reminds me of uh Wool by Hugh Howey. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I I did want to say whenever we actually if we ever actually do a podcast I got wheels with clickety clacks. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you are looking for a game that is the epitome of like wrapping yourself up in a warm blanket by the fireside and playing video games all day, that is Eastward. Mm-hmm. It, it is just like a nice, cozy, warm hug of a game. And it is, there are so many dialogue boxes that I just, there was one night where I just kept clicking through them. I didn't even care because I just wanted to get to the action. And there's still some action, but it's so far, few and far between. Mm-hmm. So I like it, but if I had to rank it right now, it'd probably be like a five. My next game, Kenna. It is gorgeous. It is Okay. It is, and I wanted to say this on a podcast, it is what I would want a remake of Ocarina of Time to look like. Graphically. Graphically. It does. And even plays a little bit like Ocarina of Time. Yes. I'd almost even enjoy some combat being similar. Yes. Some of it to be that way in Ocarina of Time. You're probably about five hours into... I'm probably I'm probably like 60% done with that yeah. game. I don't, the story is not interesting to me. Yeah. There's nothing interesting about the story at all to me. 
and it's because they don't flesh out the main character at all. So I'm playing as somebody I don't really care about. No, she. all you know is that she helps spirits make it on to the next world. And but... her dad taught her to do this yeah. stuff. And, and that's it. Like, what's her motivation? Now she's in a brand new world just moving these spirits on just because it's, it's her, her job. job. Yeah, and so there's no other, like, past motivation or anything. And it's cute. There's some good development of the other characters, but her herself... And I just got new ability with the bombs, and there's other things, other abilities you gain along the way. And I just, I don't have a desire. I, I know, I keep saying, like, you can play Kana tonight, and you're like, mm, Diablo. Mm-hmm. I would rather play Diablo 3 with you, because Diablo 3 is giving you the itch that East, you wanted from Eastward. Yes, yes. Just button mashing combat. Button mashing <laughs> combat. You don't care about the story, you just blow your way through everything, and you just get more powerful moves, and you develop a character that's uniquely your play style and how you want to play them and then at the same time just doing wild and crazy and doing more damage and just seeing the numbers they know what makes an addictive beat em up game yes that they do i we want to be able to do podcasts for kana i really do and i want to do a podcast for eastward no promises that's my only thing or maybe what's going to happen is one day i'm just like screw it the baby's taking a nap. We're going to play it during the day, and we're going to play it tonight, and I'm going to beat this game today. It's probably what we'll have to do. It'll probably be some January Saturday where there's a blizzard warning, and we're stuck inside, and we're just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. You and I both have MLK Day off next year. Yes, we do. That's probably what we're going to do. That we'll, sounds amazing. We'll get some food, mm-hmm. and we'll do that. Yes. We'll play. I'll play through Kana. You play some Eastward, and we'll try to get through as much as we as we can. Yep, yep. That'll be the dead of winter games. Yeah, because I will have some stuff on the docket uh, before we get to our most anticipated games of next year. My last thoughts are: we're gonna play Guardians. Yes. I have Resident Evil Eight that I want to play as well because I got that game. Yes. So. I want to play that with you because you watched most of seven, didn't you? Yes. So you you'll get the story of eight. Yeah. Because seven and eight are back to back stories. So I want to play eight so you can kind of get an idea of uh, that one, and I want you to watch me play that one. But after that comes our anticipated game. So we have a couple of games that I want to finish before then. But yeah, I would like to finish Kana and Eastward if possible before <laughs> before February. February, February is our. Uh... Start, start start line. There's one more game that's on here that we did something for that's not on here. Or maybe that was two years ago. Cyberpunk. Was that two years ago? That was last December. So that was 2020. They still haven't come out with an update for it. They haven't done the PS5 version. The that's PS5 what you're version, waiting for. And I'm waiting for that. So that'll probably be middle of next year. Yes. Yeah. Reading. Reading. Dear Lord. That's where my brain's at. Mm-hmm. Listening to our 2020 roundup. We kept talking about Cyberpunk because we had done this uh, two weeks after Cyberpunk came out. And you the whole time, you're like, I'm going to wait for the next patch in January. And if it's not good in January, we'll wait for the one in February. And then we'll start playing. You just straight up took it out of your, off of your system. And you're just waiting for the PS5 version at and this the re- point. And the other, part of the reason for that specifically is it's not it's not good. No. They haven't fixed it. I've watched people talk about it. And some people have said, oh, it's better. But it's... For me, that's going to be an incredible game when the PS5 comes out. That's my prediction. I, if I am wrong, I'll eat my words. I'll eat my hat. I okay. will buy you that glass cola, another glass cola, if it's bad when the PS5 version comes out. Okay. I mean, and I'm saying like it'll probably still have some rough edges, but it'll be 
playable. It should. It'll be what it should have been on day one or day two, or at least by the first patch. Yeah, okay. Is what it should have, is my guess. When the PS5 version comes out, that'll be a fun game to watch. It'll be a fun game to play, and you'll enjoy without it crashing every five freaking seconds. Yes. Most anticipated games for you, and it can be expansions to games. <laughs> My most anticipated game of 2022 is the uh, DLC for Bug Snacks. Oh, that was such a good game. You showed it to me as I was doing something with our son on the floor, and I freaked out. Like, mm-hmm. I am so excited to go take on giant bugs on a different island. Sorry, giant bug snacks on a different island. It's, yep, I'm very uh-huh. excited. We'll have to re-download it and have you play through it again and yes. at least catch some of the bug snacks and get used to it. What you, the Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to remember how to do everything again. When we know the actual release date, we'll probably do some prep, work, you know, prep playing to get used to it again and stuff like that mm-hmm. and get ready for the DLC. Yes. Well, you know my two. Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. And Elden Ring. And Oh, my God, Elden Ring. Yep, that's, <laughs> that's uh, why I said it second. <laughs> I'm playing Sekiro just to get ready for Elden Ring, everybody. That's kind of what I figured. Because everyone says Sekiro is the hardest of the From Software games, and it is hard. It is much harder, and it's so different. And that's also kind of why I played Dark Souls 3 and all that stuff, because when Elden Ring comes out and all the trailers, it looks incredible. For me, it just looks like another Souls game. But it's like Lord of the Rings Souls game. Yeah. Part of the reason But I'm... there's Lord of the Rings games that you could play instead that I would probably I'm going to enjoy Elden Ring, but you are so over the top hyped for it and I'm just like it it looks like a Souls game. So I, I the reason <laughs> there's another reason why I like Elden Ring. It is taking that Breath of the Wild formula and adding more. Mhm. So we're going to when that Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, we're going to just see mm-hmm. so much more because the all these gaming companies, and one of the things I love about the video game industry in general is there's not really a copyright system. Like, they can't, like, From Software just can't make Legends of Zelda. Right. But they can take the concept that Legends of Zelda made with their open world, mm-hmm. implement it, and make their own twists and improvements, which again makes Breath of the Wild look at it and go, I want to do that too, mm-hmm. and I want to make this part better, and I want to make this part better. They just feed off each other. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of copycat games out there that happen because yes. of this. But the big companies and the companies that really care about this stuff start making unique and new mechanics and just make more video games better for everyone as a whole. And they keep learning from each other. And this is why the video game industry over any other industry is just shooting through the moon Mm -hmm. versus everywhere else because you have these amazing unique games and it all started with breath of wild which is still an incredible game to this day yes it came out in 2017 it came out in 2017 (laughs) and it is still revolutionizing and making games look and phoenix when we played phoenix last year i know it was really good it was so good it was very breath of the wild-esque but it added its own stuff into it which made it Yes. Awesome. Oh, man. I want to play Immortals Phoenix Rising again. So you get these things like that, and then you just keep adding upon them and making things new and making it better. It's a ton of fun. And that's what I'm excited for for Elden Ring is to see what they bring to the table and what other gaming companies will learn that. Because Breath of the Wild did take a little bit of from software in terms of the combat and difficulty. Oh, yeah. 
it's hard. And they took a parry system, like mm-hmm. where you had to learn to parry and jump out of the way. Oh, that yeah. That is very, that's not, I mean, Zelda had like the backflip and stuff in the day, but it really didn't do anything. You'd block with a shield. Yeah, there, and wasn't, a, there wasn't like a dodging mechanic like there is and now. And there wasn't a shield bash to knock no. enemies weapons. That is a From Software thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure other games have done it, but that's, From Software yeah. popularized that. And Breath of the Wild is taking it, took it and went, let's use that. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. In fact, we're going to do it in this way, in this world. And From Software went, oh, that open world concept, they did it so well. Let's add that. And then let's add our movement and mechanics for it. Like, instead of just having to climb up mountains, you can just shoot right up them. I am interested to see the Souls format in the open world. That's why I'm so excited about it, though. Because it is, that's partly, the, I mean, it's From Software. I'm just going to be excited because I like those games. I know. But that that alone, I'm also really excited for Horizon Forbidden West. I really like the Horizon games. I'm excited to see where the game goes. I tried replaying the original one, and it was good, but I was getting It gets little... overwhelming. It's very overwhelming, and since I've already played it, I wasn't interested in doing all the other stuff. Yeah. But you kind of want to do the other stuff to level up your character. Yeah. That was kind of my problem with it. Oh, you're going to have a dog woofing, so... I, I don't know what he's hearing. But let's, uh, let's, let's kind of wrap this up at this point, I guess. So games we hope come out in 2022, but definitely won't. I came up with two. Oh, you know what game we didn't mention? Yes. Stray. I'm really excited about Stray. Oh, yeah. That one comes out in 2022. So at some point. At some point. But like they showed, that should be coming out next year. I don't see why that yes. one won't. Little Devil Inside is another one I'm excited about. Yes. That cat has a backpack. Cat with a backpack yes. is another one I'm excited about yes. for 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, so games we hope come out in 2022, but definitely won't. Okay. God of War Ragnarok. Oh, probably not. No. No. They just announced the title of it mm-hmm. like a month or two ago. You'd be, if, if it did come out next year, it would be December. December. If like, we're lucky. Like December 27th. <laughs> <laughs> Just to qualify for the Game Awards of yes. the following year. And uh, the other one that's definitely not coming out next year is Breath of the Wild 2. No. You know what I don't think else is coming out next year, which I'm really excited for, is the Harry Potter, or not Harry Potter, but Hogwarts Oh, game. yeah. The one that takes place in like the 1700s. Yeah. That looks really good. That one says 2022. I don't think Breath so. Breath of the Wild 2 also says 2022. God of War Ragnarok also I, says no, so 2022. I could see Breath of the Wild. I bet you you're going to see Breath of the Wild at the Game Awards. You're going to see something about it at the Game Awards this year. Like an announcement of like maybe it comes out next fall on like the fifth anniversary of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, or you're, yeah, or you're going to see something like uh, more on the game, like more details. Like they okay. give you a little bit of gameplay, like in a trailer. Yeah. I'm going to guess you're going to see some real gameplay footage. That would be nice. That's my, uh, that's a guess. I could be absolutely wrong because Nintendo likes to do its own thing on its directs. Nintendo just Fs around because they can. <laughs> Ragnarok next year would be really cool. God of War was a really good game. Mm-hmm. So it would be fun to see that. Oh, you know what's another game I played like one day of? I'm just thinking of this now. was that <laughs> Kingdom of Elmer re-reckoning that I got for free or whatever. I don't but even remember it. I played it for one evening for like two hours because we didn't want to play anything else. And then I was like, oh, that was cool. And then didn't do anything with it. What was, you did that with another one. It wasn't Days Gone. Oh, Days Gone was, that was not fun. Was it Days Gone? Is that what I'm thinking yeah, of? Yeah, I think so. The motorcycle. It was, yeah. yeah. Didn't like it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Games we hope 2022. I'm trying to think if there's another game I really wanted to come out in 2022. 
2022 video game release dates. Let's see. Release schedule. Let's see. Oh, a lot goodness. of stuff got pushed back. Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, can they give me a TBD? These are all ones that have, like, actual dates. Saints Row. Blah, blah. Oh. Starfield. Oh, that's the Xbox exclusive and Microsoft one. Mm-hmm. If that one wants to come out after, you know what? We didn't say any consoles. But the uh, Steam Deck comes out next year. Oh, yeah. I hope Starfield comes out after that because I'll be able to download and play it on my Steam Deck. There you go. I think. Evil Dead the game. That's hilarious. At some point next year. Um, yeah, God of War, Ragnarok, Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm not that interested in it, but if it does really well, I'll look into it. Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. When is Forspoken? I'm also really excited about Forspoken. Isn't oh, that February? Uh, Forspoken March. does not have a release date. I thought it did. Forspoken release date. You can all hear me typing. 2022. It is released in the spring of 2022. I'm ex- Hopefully that comes out this year. That one might be pushed till next year, but that's another one I'm very excited for. There's a bunch of Lego games. There's always a bunch of Lego games. Um... There's so many games that are slated for next year. So many delays. Yeah, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. Lord of the Rings Gollum. Oh, I heard about... You know, I'm not that interested in that, but if it does really well, it's something to look into. Uh, The PS5 version of Uncharted. All of the Uncharted's. Oh, I mean, I, I think we just have to do that at yeah. that point. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, the PS5 version of The Witcher 3. I will probably play The Witcher 3 then, maybe. Yeah, you, All don't, the way through. you don't like the uh, combat. And not in The Witcher 3. Yeah. So. I, I liked The Witcher 1 and 2, and then I just never really got into The Witcher 3. Uh, Monster Hunter Rises, January 12th. Rainbow Six Extraction, January 20th. Oh, those 20th. are uh, expansions and stuff, I believe. Uh, da, da, Dying Light 2. February fourth. Yeah. I like I played Dying Light a little bit this year too. I like that yes. game. I got it for like ten bucks with all the expansions, so mm-hmm. I was not complaining. But uh, Sifu, February eighth. Oh, I am excited about Sifu. Gosh, February, cheese yeah. Pete. Uh, Jake Baldino also likes the Sifu. He does. Uh Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, March twenty fifth. I probably won't ever play it. I know. But we're Ashley Birch stands. I do love so. Ashley Birch. <laughs> Saints Row, August twenty third. Um, Starfield is November 11th. Uh, that is it for actual Dollar says Starfield dates. gets pushed to 2023. Probably. That's my guess. All right. That's uh, it. All right, guys. We're <laughs> at Gaming Marriage on Twitter. GamingMarriage at gmail.com. If you have any games that we talked about, missed all Now yet. you bonked it, too. I know. See? Look, it's inevitable. <laughs> if, uh, if there's a game you want us to play, let us know. If there's an anime you want us to watch, we're kind of stale on anime right now. There's one we started and we just never went back to it. And it's just it's just a time thing, everybody. Well, now Hawkeye's out. We haven't done any reviews for that. Uh, we talked about that. We we'll just do like an overview one afterwards. It's pretty good, everybody. It it's is. Really good. We just watched Into the Spider-Verse again last night as well. Literally finished Into the Spider-Verse and I opened up my Twitter feed and they released the trailer for the sequel that was, like 30 minutes prior. I didn't even realize that that was going to happen. So no. the fact that we chose to watch it yesterday and that happened and was just came, perfect. Oh, oh, I love that. That is, We were discussing that uh, earlier this week and that's why we watched it. That is the best Spider-Man. It is the best Spider-Man movie today. It's just, that's it. That's the winner. Plus we're excited for the third tom holland spider-man with all of the spider-man 
so many Spider-Men. It's going to be wonderful. Well, I think that's Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt where there's a, uh, the musical Spider-Man, Too Many Spider-Men or something. Mm-hmm. Do- <laughs> Dr. Strange, the Spider-Man. He, uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Have a happy new year if you don't hear from us before that. I, I hope they hear from us before that, but we will we will see how December goes. December is a month. It is. Yeah, we should have one more podcast out before that. Guardians. Guardians. All right, everybody. Have a good year. Bye. Bye.